Welcome to the Zenfluence Podcast. It's Jeremiah Schmidt here. And in this one, we're going to be doing a long kind of series. The next couple podcasts I'm putting out is a long, uh, well, pretty much had a conversation with my good friend Kyle. And uh, he's this guy is a big reader and he's really open-minded. And um, we kind of went deep and talked about a lot of different topics. And I decided to, you know, after listening to the entire podcast, I decided to chop it up and put it into little segments because, uh, yeah, because it was a pretty long talk. We talked for like three hours long. So in this segment, we're going to be talking about a little bit about Spiral Dynamics, which is a book that uh, that Kyle introduced me to. And it's written by Don Beck and Christopher Cohen. And what it essentially is, is it's like a kind of like psychological model to measure society and every color represents a different stage. So we talk a little bit about that at the beginning. And then after that, we somehow dive into the idea of enlightenment. And we have a little debate there. Um, I, I don't know. As, as of now, like, I don't really know how I feel about this topic. Like, I don't know if it's possible to be a quote-unquote enlightened person in the world. Um, I don't know what that means. You know, I think a lot of it is just... It's just like, I don't know. I, I don't really know what that means. I don't think that is possible to be enlightened and to know like every single part of the world, every single part of knowledge, like know everything. Like I, I think it's impossible, right? Like I think anyone can essentially be enlightened. This is just my belief, but uh, maybe I, I believe anyone could be enlightened and maybe that just means like you are really good at what you do. Like if you're like an expert hockey player, like a Wayne Gretzky, when it comes down to hockey, you are enlightened in the sense like that that's how I look at enlightenment but um you know in this we talk about more so like spiritual enlightenment what 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 would that mean what does that look like so let's hop into this episode of uh the first part of our conversation and then uh I think there'll be a couple other parts maybe three or four other episodes so I'm going to try and get these released back to back but at the end of the day like who who like defines that you know what I mean like my consciousness is like different than someone else's consciousness but I think there are object objective standards like it's not all random it's not like subjective like oh you have your own opinion you have your consciousness and mm-hmm. your opinion is all that matters you know I think they are that's why I like models like this because you can assess other people's and of course it's not the ultimate model but it's pretty it makes a lot of sense you know um, well, like I think, I think the beauty of spiral, dyna- spiral dynamics is like that. There's different stages, mm-hmm. and I think in the world, like it's it's important for people to be different. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you look at when you go to nature, there's like all these different frogs, different mm-hmm. colors, like different animals. There's like the black panther. There's like the spotted panther. There's like the white panther. Like I don't think naturally, like everyone's supposed to be the same. But, but I think if we rise up. I like your point in diversity, mm-hmm. but I think having people that are like red and like blue in society really hurts it. I think if we had the same level of diversity, starting from orange, even green, you know, yellow, tur- whatever the fuck a turquoise person looks like, I, I don't even know, dude, but I think the variety would still be there, but people, 
do you really need people that are like selfish and like to a to a red level like arrogant dangerous people like I well, that I, benefits society like. I think you kind of do like, like it sounds weird to say but I, I think like for example you need people who are like super entrepreneurial and orange to like put make new inventions but then at mm-hmm. the same time you like need people in blue who are like orderly to come in and like once the invention's made like build the systems like keep on keep it going but like you need all I think you need all the levels like it's it's like I, I don't think you need those blue people to get the system going I think you're confusing maybe things like that I don't know if you're familiar Jordan Peterson's personality traits right mm-hmm. why you're referring to your like industrial people that will work they're not necessarily the most creative but they they work well within a system and they they work really hard and they're good at keeping things going mm-hmm. but those same people can also be orange and green and yellow I don't think being yellow turns you into a fucking like hippie that just wants to do a bunch of stuff and doesn't want to work. It just expands your mind of what you want to do. And I think the more these the more the more these people that we have, if we have thousands of you know yeah whatever the fuck once again a turquoise person looks like, mm-hmm. and a yellow person that, and those people were all like creative you know running businesses, proposing ideas for politics and like stuff and social issues like, I think our society would be like so much better man like it'd be it'd be just smarter. Well, okay, here's another question then. See, I, I, like, do you believe that people can be, like, enlightened? Like, they, someone could be a quote-unquote enlightened person walking through the world, just... I, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. I have small glimpse of it. I don't know someone. I wish I knew someone. Wouldn't it be cool if we knew someone that was enlightened? <laughs> yeah. Like, Bob's here. Just fucking like, enlightened, dude. Yeah. Just come bless us with knowledge, bro. Well, because that's... I don't know. I don't think it actually exists because there's this, there's this Zen... Um, pictures it's called like the 10 ox herding photos mm. and then in the end well how would you sure go finish yeah it. well like in the end the guy who is like it's like this this guy goes out and is, he's supposed to like catch this ox and it's a metaphor of like how this guy reaches enlightenment mm. but what it talks about in the end is like if you are actually enlightened then you like go back into the crowd like you go back into the world as a normal guy and you're like more like more happy more playful and just a regular person but what's your how would you define enlightenment like how what's your understanding of it well i just think it's like ultimate self-actualization just like you're very at peace with the world like mm-hmm. very kind of just like you i can't really explain it because i haven't i don't think i've ever i haven't i haven't experienced it but just from all of the books i've read and i think it's like total self-actualization so like you know who you are you know you have a good concept of the world like you're just kind of generally naturally happy mm. like you feel good and like you I just think those are all part of it but the biggest way I would put it is you become one with the world I don't know if I've I've had very interesting experiences on psychedelics man when I've taken like good doses of like you know um, psilocybin mushrooms and like um, LSD and I've had things that were like undescribable by like regular standards and things that felt like that you know that I was literally like one with the world and I understood everything, all my problems, all the context of my own problems and other people's problems made like such sense that it was like, it was like a story that was written and I had the book for the first time and I could just read through my story in the world and everything. And it just, that was really intense, man. When I, when I came off, like it, it all went away, but I felt like I got some good insights from that. So I do believe in it for someone to have that state, um, all the time. I don't know if that's possible or they're just, so comfortable with these insights that I don't think it would make it wouldn't give you like superpowers but mm-hmm. it would just it almost would man it, it would just like you just be it's like everything in your life makes sense that would be how I would describe it you know 
Like all your relationships make perfect sense, your problems, your issues, your goals, your past, your future. Like it just, it's like you have the whole story of that. And to live like that, like, I don't know if it would be a good thing, to be honest, for everyone or for anyone. But it'd be, it'd be interesting. Well, because like, see the, like, do you, okay, I have two questions here. So the first is like, do you think you could get there without a drug? Like, could you get there naturally? I think you can, but I think you need to dedicate a lot of your life to it, mm-hmm. you know? I, people that do it natu- or naturally are like, you know, these Zen masters that meditate for like 30 years or something that just chill through their head and that are apparently enlightened. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I believe in that, man. Like, if you've done even just a little bit of meditation, you know how powerful it is. Yeah. Imagine doing that for like, you know, a year, 10 years, 20 years, diving down with like no, no distractions. Like, you could get to a deep level, like... I have no doubt. I don't well, think it'd be worth it, but... I think the weird thing about that is, let's say you, someone reaches enlightenment and then they're, like, off in the mountains alone, like, mm-hmm. just experiencing life. Like, there's something about that. Like, you're not with people. Like, you're not mm-hmm. working with people. You're not, like, part of society. Like, you're off, like, excluded, alone. Like, I think that's where I... Dis- like, I don't think that's right. Like, I think, like, you should... Because then how are you going to, like, help the world move forward? Like, how are you going to contribute... Dude, that's why I like a lot of, uh, once again, Leo from mm-hmm. Actualize, right? Because he's had a lot of these experiences, and he talks about these mystics or whatever they call them, the cave guy, like the cave medication guy, the mountain medication guy. And they know a lot about truth, uh, a lot of truth about life, mm-hmm. but they lack a bit of concept, you know? They don't live actual modern human life. So they can be enlightened, but I think enlightenment is not binary. It's not one or the other. There's different levels to it. Mm-hmm. If you have enlightenment and you're a Zen monk, that looks different than if you're enlightened and somehow you're still an entrepreneur dude yeah you live that like i think i don't know man like these are just like i have no example of this but that'd be cool like osho was apparently like and he was kind of an entrepreneur and he had a huge cult dude thousands of hundred thousand people would follow him dude so what if the next osho is like a fucking elon musk type that like has insights from god and like university (laughs) maybe that guy takes over the whole world dude who knows dude yeah like i just i think something is like wrong about like i don't know I don't know if it's something that just doesn't feel right about that. Like, cause I don't know. Like that's the one part about enlightenment I never really understood is like, if you're truly enlightened, then like no one would really know. But like, if you become like this celebrity who's like enlightened and people know, then like, are you really enlightened? Like, <laughs> mm. you see what I mean? Like, but I think that's a classic question, but then the problem or the challenge I have to that question is which part of being enlightened doesn't doesn't mean like which part of being celebrity and sharing your message with people and just being more of a public figure why do we automatically that you know being enlightened you would be super humble like the guy that doesn't have anything you know but still like just knows everything and enlightened right maybe part of that is being rich or something like having a lot contributing a lot to others like we're just theorizing here, but I, I feel like having things doesn't necessarily reduce your noble character or whatever. I don't know if that makes sense. So, like, having a lot of material things doesn't... So, so like, having a lot of material things doesn't necessarily mean that... I think the lowest level is that you need those materialistic things to, be, to feel good about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But those materialistic things aren't bad for you. They're not necessarily good for you, but they're not bad for you, right? So, having... If you live in a castle and like you have Lamborghinis, I don't automatically assume that you're like very materialistic and like 
low-level consciousness. Maybe you're fucking the next con. I don't know. Mm. I, I've not seen anyone with that level. Actually, that Osho, that guy that was apparently like super, like, he had a lot of money. He had, like, Bentleys and, like, he ran, like, a sex cult or something. And he was, he like, yeah, Leo talks about him. Like, he was actually, like, enlightened guy, like, probably. But, he, no, he's, I think he was probably a smart, like, maybe he was enlightened, but he was a smart dude, but he was, like, kind of, like, a con artist. Like, no, no not a con sure artist. He like, is. he was probably, like, he was probably, like, a bad bad guy who was like highly intelligent maybe you could say like quote unquote enlightened uh, I'm, I'm not sure Leo has has videos about him or like there's like documentaries about him but I think I don't think he was doing bad I think he just well it's part of it is like human nature it's like that idea that like for, for example like earlier we were talking about greed in the world right mm-hmm. like I don't think 